and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Good morning, good day, and hello. This is The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. Uh, my name is Rich Conroy, and with me as usual is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Pat, you know what today is, I think? Do tell. Okay. I think, I'm pretty sure, like 99%, that this is episode 50. So that's almost a solid year's worth of episodes. That's right. That's scary. That, yeah. That is yeah. That. 50 I mean, episodes. When you point it out. Halfway to 100. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, slow down. Come on. Slow down. Halfway to syndication. That's right. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Pat, we are 10%. Of the way to 500 episodes. See, now you put it that way, it sounds so much worse. <laughs> so much more to do. When you pointed out the fact that we had been doing this for a year, yeah. I was sort of surprised. Yeah. Now that we actually have a solid year's worth of episodes just because of life interfering with us actually uh-huh. doing it, it's actually getting like to be a real thing. Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> It's crazy. Once now, you, we could only get a sponsor. I know. I, I always say, oh, we did have somebody use our referral code on Pinecast. Oh, that's and good. we ended up with two free months of hosting. Really? Yeah. Check us out. Yeah, look All at that. Right. We've made a whole $10, guys. That's Wee! pretty exciting. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about it, yeah, too. Yeah, nothing wrong, wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so, on the... Uh, the... I can't even think of it. The one podcast with the guy that just curses a lot that you put me on. Not the, the dollop. dollop. Oh, the uh, dollop. Time yeah. Suck. Time Suck. He's now selling his Time Suck app for 10 bucks a month or whatever it is. Uh-huh. He says if he can get 500 people, I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, that's five grand a month. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? Could happen. But if, he has, if he has enough people who listen... To actually pay the ten bucks a month, right. which is the other side right. of it. I'll listen, but I won't pay the ten bucks yeah. a month. God, um, God, Bill Cosby once said, "You don't need to. Not everyone needs to like you. You just need to have a thousand people that are willing to buy whatever you put out, no matter what it is, and you're good. And that's the seven hundred club as well. Yeah, that like was that, his yeah. whole idea. Was, if I can get seven hundred people to pay this much a month, I can do this forever. Right, and he was right. Yeah, good lord. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be what the seven million club or something by now. Well, no, that was his original. Still called the seven hundred, yeah, but I mean I that was that. his original content. Yes, yeah. so if I can get seven hundred people to pledge, I don't know, it was ten bucks a month or something right. like that. Yeah, you can do it forever. Yeah, well, no kidding. Seven grand, no problem. Yeah. Well, I can quit my job for seven grand a month. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. I could, yeah, I totally could. I'd be <laughs> out of my mind for seven grand a month. <coughs> or at least my wife wouldn't have to work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if we could get seven grand a month, split it. All right, guys, this is up to <laughs> you now. This is up to you now. <laughs> We didn't ask for money before episode 50, but we're asking about it now. No, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's little things like that are very sustainable, providing you can keep doing it. Yeah, true. That's the key. That would be the key. That would absolutely yeah. be the key. Eventually, I'm thinking of maybe opening a Patreon. So like, but it'd be simple for like a dollar a month or something. Yeah. And then yeah. we record an extra 
episode a month or something. I don't and see how that can happen. I don't know yet. Schedules. We'll figure it out. <laughs> that's the problem with the differing schedules. That's why we don't have Patreon yet. <laughs> I if have, I was still on evenings or if I decide, if yeah. she decides that I'm going back to evenings, which the way money is, she might do it. Yeah. Money is as it is. I understand. Yeah. We, We've like, had no overtime since December. Really? Almost, yeah. We had a couple of weeks where we had a little bit because I weaseled my way into it. <laughs> Yeah, we had no overtime all of December, all of January. Right. So we're are actually starting to scrimp now. Yeah. And we just got a flat tire on the van. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's good and stuff. We're sitting there going, that place on 34 is open again. No, I understand that. I'm just who's paying for it. I'm just telling you. <laughs> just telling you. I figured I'd let you know. How bad is the flat? It's not a plug flat or no. It it can be inflated, so it's a very slow leak. Yeah. But it has to be inflated to go anywhere. Right. 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 No, so I know it's not something I want to do for any kind of real trip. Yeah. But I also know I want to get it fixed before yeah. I really do it. All right, all right, cool. All right, well, we're going to talk today about first world problem. Two, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> two episodes of Ultraman X, uh, Sword of Victory, and The Shining Sky, and The Land Beneath It. Yeah, that's kind of a long title. And I. We'll get into it, but. Well, it's the end of a two-parter. Why not? How many ultras are there going to be in this bloody thing? I hope more. Really? <laughs> when we were, I get so excited when another Ultraman shows up. I'm like, all right, this is great. It made sense with Jeed to have X there. Mm -hmm. This doesn't make sense. No, it's just to it's just, just throw like, more Ultraman. Let's get more Ultraman. We we can make it work once once they establish, and I don't remember when they established it. That any Ultraman that don't take place in the original timeline, right? Because it used to be like, no, those are here, and those are here, and never the Twain shall meet. Okay. And people were like, but we want the Twain to meet, <laughs> so we want the meeting Twain. We want meeting Twains. So oh, uh, everybody got on the Twain, and then they went, you know. <laughs> so. They made it so that you could travel between the dimensions. Right. So that's what Ultraman Zero's cosmic armor thing does. Uh, I remember that's how we met Zero yeah, earlier in this series. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Okay. I that's mean, how Zero ends up in Jeed. No, I, I, I remember that part, but yeah. I mean, obviously we're going to get further into it, but it's getting a little annoying when there's... 17 different Ultramen, and you're writing down everything, pausing the show, writing stuff down, pausing the show. Who's this guy again? Who's this guy again? <laughs> oh, he's got a weird head. That's a, that's a Ginga. Okay, yeah. fine. And even my kids are going, why are there four, five, how many? I don't know. Just Who cares? Just watch. Because <laughs> like, everybody likes a team-up. It's I, been from comic books to movies. Yeah, uh, you mean crossovers. Like god-awful Justice League, and hopefully this, this new Infinity War isn't going to be terrible, terrible? How is, Marvel hasn't released a terrible movie yet. The most recent one wasn't great. What, Thor? No, no, no. Thor was great. The one before that. Like, what are you, the great? Summer, the summer one that they came out Spider -Man? with. Spider-Man? No, there was a That was great. One. Guardians 2? No, that was good. There was a one where they had the big team-up one that they had last year. Civil War? Civil War. No, that's coming this year. No, Civil War was Civil last year. Was Civil War was amazing. I didn't. Ah, you're insane. <laughs> I didn't say it was. Black Panther's coming up. I'm excited oh, for I'm that. I'm excited for that. The kids are dying. Yeah, I'm that. psyched. I'm psyched. So, 
uh, episode 13, air date October 13th, 2015, written by Akio Miyoshi and directed by Koichi Sakamoto. Um, our brief synopsis, uh, yeah, let's see, come on now, it's the two, first part of a two-parter. Hey, what do you know, right? Um, in, oh God, this is a long word. In Shizu Kugaoka from Another World, Ultraman Victory fights a black figure that wants to avenge his brother Judah's death. UPG member Arisa Sajita calls for backup as Hikaru Rado dashes into the scene but eventually arrives too late as the black giant kidnaps Victory and Arisa by accident and using that black thunder energy and enters the world where his sister Gina Spector calls from. Gina Spector, as you remember, is the um, hot-looking cosplay woman right, from, right. from last episode who was beaten up on a suit. And I didn't understand who Judar was for a good while. No, me either. Nor did I realize that she was part of a triumvirate. Right. Ooh. See, I can use the big, big words. Word. <laughs> what the new words for friends? <laughs> Hold on, that deserves a bell. There you go. Hold on, that's a proper bell. The so, word calendar. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, and I mean, the the first fight that they had, the Victory X, which fight was fighting the Maga. Very cool. Right. Very cool. And how he gets dragged into another dimension, going again. Science. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ultraman powers, there you exactly. go. Exactly. Well, he used that dark thunder energy, which is what I assume he's been sending to Gina Spector to make like to make the monsters more vicious. Science. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, but yeah. science. I, you gotta gotta tie it up a little bit. So um, at Zeo's base they're investigating the strange uh, lightning which affected X in the Demaga fight. Uh, this energy is coined as dark thunder energy. Uh, thanks to Dr. Gorman. Right. And uh, its main purpose is to turn monsters into even more violent monsters. And I'm, I'm watching this thing, and I'm trying to give it latitude, obviously. And I'm like, that is thin. Oh, yeah. For logic. But boy, it makes oh. great TV. <laughs> great TV. Logic, not so much. No. Great TV. No. Um... So the Black Giant reunites with Gina after learning of Ultraman X's existence and swears to get rid of the universe, uh, get rid to rid the universe of Ultraman as their race were responsible for Judas Specter's death. Right. Before that, and the Black it's, Giant, it's Judas Specter, it's uh, Mold Specter, Mold Specter, and Gina Specter. They oh, part of the, the Gua Army or the Gua Army. Well, I, I, I was good with the Gua Gua, whatever you want to call it, Army. That's fine. They're in a different dimension. Okay, they're bringing their whole army with them. Yeah. yeah. How is she human size, and her brother is giant size, and I gotta figure that Judar is also giant size. So is she the runt of the litter? Is that how that works? <laughs> Apparently, she's like Marilyn. She's the ugly one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh God! Like Marilyn Monster, she's the ugly one. They're like, yeah, we're sorry. She's so hideous. So before that, the Black Giant presents Victory's host Shu as. Uh, the Guar army's captive and wants to torture him before an execution can be had. So he's got the uh, the mask over, mask his, over face. his face, yeah. And he was held by those two. One's a bug monster, magma. The mag, yeah. And then there's the alien magma. Who's got the crazy hair? Right. The basically looks like a weird wolf. He's kind a of thing. Shipley, I think the other one is an alien Shipley. Okay, that doesn't tell me a lot. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the one with the hair is an alien magma. 
The one who's got the kind of ears and yeah, the wolfy thing. Okay, okay. fair enough. It's got I big mean, bug eyes, but yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah. a wolfy thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, the one who looks more community theater. Oh, okay. Than the other one. <laughs> and then show tells you he's an uh, an ultra, and then shoots some sort of energy beam to free X when he's fighting this robot, because Daichi becomes exceed X. Right, which we and, saw last time. Right, and so couldn't do anything. But then this other Ultra shoots an energy beam to free X. Yeah, because Mold Spectre is apparently very, very... Uh, Moldy. Um, powerful. Right. What I liked, I don't remember if it's in this episode or the next one, where that shot where they're all in the cave talking, and since Mold Spectre's so big, all you see is his face. <laughs> face He's like, listen! <laughs> this is what we're doing because I'm this big. All right, I guess. <laughs> Oh God! So his arrival attracts Zia's attention. They they came across the dimensionally uh, displaced Arisa first, and she says she's looking for a friend who becomes an Ultraman. Um, Shu escapes from the Guar Army's bodyguards, Magma and Chaplet, right? And he uh, makes his way out, and he's found by Daichi because he, but he can't communicate, right? Because um, he's still got the stupid mask on his face, right? So Daichi thinks he's from some sort of primitive race, and he's like, I, "Don't you understand?" <laughs> And the guy's like, moron, here's this thing yeah. on my face, take it off and I'll louder, talk to you. Louder and slower. <laughs> it has always worked when dealing with foreigners. <laughs> I don't know why people don't know that. Um, so, uh, na, 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 na. so uh, Arisa and Asuna encounters the alien recruits and fights them. Right. Gina and her brother bathe themselves in dark thunder energy as Daichi decides to fight Mold while Gina joins her henchmen. Uh, he apparently, yeah, he even in Exceed X, like you were saying, um, he cannot uh, make it because Magma then joins uh, the ranks of the big guys. Right. He grows to giant size. Right. And he's got a hooky hand and a he's spear a hand. Nice little transformation. Yeah. You know, just from small to large. Yep. And help, let me help out. Yeah. <sighs> so he fires. Um, Show regains, oh, his transformation thing is called the Victory Lancer. Oh, is that what it was? Yes. Okay, I didn't write that That's part. right. I probably didn't say it. You just had to know. Oh. It's one yeah. of those things where you're just like, oh, I know that because I've seen Other Ultraman things. Victory. Yeah, which yeah. I would not have seen. No, we have not seen that yet. Um, so he fires a X-Red King-powered bullet, which is enough to get the Ultraman... Uh, I'm sorry, can you order that from Taco Bell? I, I don't know. The, the EX- X-Red King bullet? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That sounds like something you get at the like the little Jello shots you buy at the liquor store. <laughs> so uh, Goraman removes uh, his mouth guard. Show reveals what happens, and uh, Gina and Mold Specter are the siblings of Judah Specter. Uh, it seems that while Judah had apparently killed was killed by Victory Knight, his siblings were also revived. This is really uh, yeah. strangely written. I apologize. And, well, no, it, the the problem is this whole episode was confusing. Yeah. And I wrote down as much as I could. There's and a I lot knew going on. I was still going to be confused. Yeah, there's a lot like going you said, on. Th- this victory red bullet, I had no idea nope, what that me either. was. Because I'd never seen Ultraman Victory. No, no. Now, like you said, okay, it's a team up. We have it, by the way. I, I have, huh? We have it. We have Ultraman Victory. We have it. We'll get around yeah, to it. It's I mean, short. It's like 13 episodes and they're all, they're all short. Right. I think the whole thing is like under an hour. That can't be possible. Yeah, they're like uh, mini episodes. So they broke like a like a hour movie into like a bunch of mini episodes. 
Something like that. But uh, let's let's get through X first. Yeah. One step at a time. Just saying. Don't confuse me. Just saying. <laughs> it's not hard. You do that in one episode. That's just a zing, you know? Like, <laughs> really not hard to confuse me. Right, right. But well, now, I'm, dude, I'm confused too because there's a lot. This is a lot going on. This yeah. could have been a three part. They, you know what? They ro- probably should have made this a three parter. It would have made more sense. Sure. Because, like I said, the the logic flaws in this one. And the amount of stuff they're thrown at you that you've just got to keep up with. Which, like I said, I'm trying to stop this show, write stuff down so I know what the heck I'm going to say, go on again, and I can't and stop the, it at all. And are the kids enough. like, why do you keep stopping it? No, they understand. They okay. understand I'm doing the podcast. They love the podcast. All right. But they, they like, Dad, really, every time, like, i got to keep this. One of right. you guys take notes. <laughs> Everybody take notes. <laughs> Oh, they're not taking notes. They I just have want to people take. come over and take notes for me. <laughs> Everybody's got to take notes. Exactly. I have 12 people. I have a team of 12 with clipboards. And my wife refuses to watch it. I'm like, it, it's fun. It's interesting. No, I don't want to. All right, whatever. My wife doesn't care for it either. <laughs> doesn't care for it. I don't think it's a girl show for the no. most part. No. I'm sure there are lady listeners. I'm actually I'm not sure of that, but um, I'm there sure there are lady be. viewers. There are. There I'm just saying of the podcast. Oh. I, I don't know. Sure, there. Are. My wife has listened to a few episodes because the kids uh, are listening. I mean, <laughs> I don't mean like they're oh, in the act in the blast radius. Yes. But if you're out there, let us know. Okay. Yeah, Join we the Facebook know. group. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, Daiichi and uh, Victory's host. Uh, Victory's host tra- trains Daiichi how to use his sword. Right, and it, they're training with wooden poles. I'm sure no, they're they, swords. They're uh, they're wooden swords. What? They're wooden training swords. They didn't have they handles had, to them. No, they're just they don't have a they don't have a um, a pommel. That's the word. But they just have handles, and then they're tapered to a blade. But they're not like sharp. I used to own one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Training. Okay. Fair. Yep. I did not know. Because yep. I'm figuring, okay, they wouldn't pull up good with that. He's yeah. trying to learn how to work a sword. That's yeah. close enough in my world. But not to the Japanese. Well, no. You I have to understand not. that. Um, now, uh, at the end, um, oh, where are we? We're training with the wooden swords. Yeah. Uh, the mold opens a space distortion to summon every available Guar army unit until Zeo intercepts his actions. X and Victory battle mold Spectre and alien magma as uh, Arisa fights uh, Chaplet and Gina. And now you also had the X Ultraman Victory double transformation, mm-hmm. which was cool. Yeah, that was neat. Love that was really great. Uh, X that. and Victory use their strongest forms to turn the tables, and then they kill Alien Magma in a nice little vaporization. <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, Victory has a King Joe launcher, which goes onto his arm, that big giant... Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Holy butts. Yeah. Is that something to look at? Yeah. I mean, it's basically uh, a... What kind of gun is that? The big spinny... Oh, well, a Gatling gun. Gatling gun. Yeah. That's it. Couldn't think of it. Yeah. Basically a Gatling gun on his arm. Yeah, it's like the, the the robot from Planet Gold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that kind the, of the thing. double guns. Is da da 
Ultraman Ginga, yeah. who has destroyed the Armada and exploited the space to, to uh, distortion as a ride, which is pretty slick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I like and they, that. They also now now that they have the X logger, they have to lovingly display it, and they have they show you what one, oh, one thing is going to do, and then you know one swash is going to do, and three swashes will do something else, and two will do, and you sit there going, really. We, we, we get the point you're trying to sell the thing trying to show kids how to use the thing properly because we're buying the thing <sighs> yeah that's like I told you that's the only thing about Ultraman X that started to get annoying for me was the <laughs> and maybe it's the sound effect if it had just gone like or something not <laughs> like like Buck ah, Rogers 1980 yeah. TV show. Yeah, okay. I'll yeah. buy that. I'll buy that. If yeah. it's not a sound that I thought Tweaky would make, I would be, be all set. Yeah. <laughs> that could be the problem. That could be the problem. Oh, oh thank. Yeah. But yeah, we even had uh there were so many <coughs> excuse me, so many um Ultraman in this, because we had X, Ginga, Victory. Right. And then they mentioned Zero. Then there were flashbacks of Ace, Leo, and Astra. Little itty bits, because when, when Mold Spectre was talking about oh, who was, was defeated by oh, so-and-so gotcha, and this gotcha, and that. Gotcha, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, okay, fine. We're doing the now, the team-up. Yeah. But, I mean, even with Jeed, okay, he had Zero in the show as a main character. Are we just now going to try to introduce all of the other Ultramen in a five-minute vignette, or are we just going to mention them, or how many are we really going to try to cram in this one show? I don't know. Um, oh, here you go. Trivia. In Daiichi's Monster Lab, um, Daiichi scanning the Demaga Spark doll on the X-Divisor is right. an irony as this is impossible with the corresponding toys due to a flaw in the Spark Doll's design. I don't understand. That's English, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, his, his transformation thing is supposed to be the cards. Right. No, but they can but scan they, they the can, Spark Doll. Right, but the whole point was with the Damaga, having watched the show now, see, this is where it gets yeah. said because I know this stuff. Yeah. The Damaga, they could never quite figure out just Damaga how to get it. They oh. had a Cyber Damaga. No, that's Gamora. Then they, they never could get the Maga to work was oh. the whole problem. No, that was Gamora. The Damaga's the thing with the, the got transformed into the blade handed thing last week. The lava monster. Okay. Then I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's like, guys, I know this we just go through this door. Oh Yeah. I mean, More dungeon. <laughs> this is great. Here I thought I was close to it. Yeah. There was light. You meant there was a different light room? Yeah. <laughs> the mouth guard placed on show is exactly the same as the mouth guard placed on Ultraman Jack in the episode 34 of Ultraman Leo. Okay. There you go. Fair enough. And during the filming of the training scene, uh, show accidentally broke his boken, which is what the thing is called, a boken. Okay. K-E-N. Fair enough. When we was uh, fighting with uh, Daichi, and uh, a spare was prepared should this happen. Well, you gotta figure they're gonna have spare 
Dyke broken sticks. Yeah. <laughs> spare just in case. Yeah. Now I didn't notice the broken stick. Maybe they cut it out. Oh, they obviously cut it. Yeah. But I mean, that, it's an interesting thought. But you got to figure if they're using wood, they're going to have an extra or two just in case one breaks because yeah. it can happen. All right. So let's do our monster minute on Mold Spectre. Let's oh, see please, here. because I could not figure out who Mold Spectre was, Judar Spectre. All right. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you need to know. I do. Moldudul is the eldest sibling of the Guar Trio, who, together with Judah and Gina, combined into the original form of Guar. Okay. Isn't that a band, Guar? Yeah, it's spelled different. different. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He is, was defeated by Andro Melos when he and his siblings formed Guar to combat the... Andro Super Warrior, whatever the hell that is. All right. Um, woo, his subtitle is Phantom Space Great King. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> he is 58 meters, 33,000 tons. His home world is space. Not even a specific home world I wish just for in space. Yeah. Oh, apparently uh, Andro Super Warriors is an episode of something from 1984. I'm going to have to look at that later. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, let's see here. Alright, so a uh, little trivia about him. Anything? Data, 58 million powers and abilities. Fusion, Mold and his siblings can combine into Guar. Yeah, um, they're going to do that in an upcoming episode. There's a huge spoiler. Yeah, he's got his bat axe. <coughs> oh, he's got a monster battleship. Oh, we didn't see that. Built I would like, love to see a monster battleship. Built like King Joe. I would have loved to have seen that. Well, I could probably get a picture. Well, no, not now. I've seen it in this show is what I say. We yeah, know, I know what King Joe looks like because we saw that a few episodes ago. So I would have liked to have seen a battleship. Why not? Apparently it's just King Joe. Ah, uh, okay then. But bulkier. He's very cool looking. Okay, yeah, just a bulkier King Joe. Okay, fair enough. 960 meters. 14.8 million tons. <laughs> I love how they Woo! create these stats and make them real enough because why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back with episode two The Shining Sky and the Land Beneath It at 25. And we're back with the second part of our episode today, The Shining Sky and the Land Beneath It. That is episode 14. Oh, also known as The Shining Sky That Leads the Earth. That Leads the Earth? Yeah, Leads, L-E-A-D-S. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. Not, not that this title makes any sense whatsoever. It's fine, but it that, works. This title's even worse. October 20th, 2015, Sotaro Haishi is the writer and Koichi Sakamoto, again, is director. Which makes sense. Okay. All right. Now. Um, and now we have three ultras, mm -hmm. which are X, Ginga, mm -hmm. and what the heck? Victory, who are working together to close the rift that the that uh, mold. mold created. Right. Which is nice to see them working together. Because yeah. They're ultramen. Why not? Right. And that's the thing. Daichi actually says he wants all these monsters to live in peace. Right. You guys don't bug us. We won't bug you. We'll leave you right. alone. And that's kind of been a theme since <clears throat> Ultraman Cosmos so so long ago. 
that a lot of these monsters are not evil. Some are and have to be put down. Right. Some of them are just displaced and angry. And want to go back home or whatever. Like yeah, that. or uh, radiation, as we've seen previously. <laughs> um, so they don't, you know, you don't know. Um, but they think that a lot of times humans and monsters can live in peace. Yeah. Why not? There's, in fact, one of the Ultraman Cosmos versus Ultraman Justice movie um, opens up with them sending a bunch of monsters to another planet. Okay. Like that they're going to establish a monster planet where they can all hang out and be See, monsters. That, and that, I would think, would be a fine idea. Yeah. A fine idea. Yeah, it goes pear-shaped rather quickly, but... Uh, well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, no drama! <laughs> yes, indeed. So, um, let's see. Um, uh, Hikaru, who is uh, um, uh, Ultraman Ginga's human form, greets Daichi and Zeo members as an Ultraman-like... Like, oh, he's an Ultraman-like shell. Uh, and the lab team's super excited and start feeling them up yeah, because they want to take tests. You're wrong, Ultraman. Can we take blood? And you're sitting there going... Really? This, this is where we're going? We're going fanboy on... But the best is everybody's like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> but still, the best part is they do not know Daiichi is Ultraman yet. Yeah, somehow he keeps that from them. Yeah, Dr. Like, Gorman knows. Right, he knows. He knows. And I don't know how they're keeping it from the others, but again, okay, fine. Because of circumstances. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> he just doesn't happen to be in the same place right. that Ultraman right. is. Oops. No, yeah, nobody is suspicious, <laughs> really. Um, so uh, Daiichi expresses them that his dream is to coexist with monsters, and they all provide him with examples right. of how, you know, how it works. Um, that's when we saw... Um, that's when we saw a lot of uh, uh, Ultra 7. We saw he had capsule monsters. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. They, they showed a lot of flashes to mm -hmm. other Ultra shows. Mm -hmm. And again, not that I really want to complain loudly, but how many Ultras are we really going to try to jam in? They're jamming a lot in. There's a lot. Oh, God. There's so many Ultramen. There's so many. No, I get that there are a lot of Ultramen. I get that part. Think of the movie you watched. Right. That was jam-packed with Ultras. I get it in the movies. Yeah. Because they're on the Ultra Planet. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Sure. You gotta get the kids watching. The more uh, pack them more in. Ultras pack you them get, in. the more shows they'll wanna watch. You, the have, more you have the X-Men and like you just you have an X-Men cartoon. Oh Spider-Man shows up this week, you know, you have, yeah. you have an X-Men cartoon. Oh, we one of our uh, one of our uh, listeners sent us a whole bunch of cool stuff. And one of the things he sent was the Japanese Spider-Man, the first ten episodes of the Japanese Spider-Man show, uh, subtitled. That would actually be interesting. Yeah, to watch. it's pretty cool. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it's got a giant robot. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, so a uh, the um, alien shiplate hires a space merchant as he offers them a spark doll and a spark doll detector, and then he is shot. Uh, because no one wants to pay for it. Right, of course not. Why would you want to pay for anything? <laughs> it, was, it was a great little spot, and he was like, okay, you can, oh, he'll handle your payment, and he just, just shot shoots him right away. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's terrible. And I saw that coming because I'm like, well, they're bad guys, something. Oh, he shoots him. He's also okay. a bad guy, apparently, so yeah, yeah but otherwise I mean, he's dealing with a bad arms guys. dealer, which is basically what the guy selling the sport yeah. all is, is his arms dealer. Yeah. You gotta know that that's part of your job. Is you might just get shot. You, you think you have a bodyguard or something? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but that's just me. 
So soon a monster emerges and rampages at a construction site. It is a robot. And it is refinery damage. Yes. Finally into the show, refinery damage. Hooray. All right, I was missing this. I need need a lot of big explosions. This is terrific. Um, Oh, Lord. So it's a robot shaped like Gamora, and it is called Mecha Gamora by Dr. Gorman. Good Lord. So uh, Zio and UPG both deploy. Uh, before Hikaru and Sho are about to transform, Shapley and Gina ambush them. Uh, Daichi leaves to search for them. Asuna borrows Cyber Gamora uh, to attack Mecha Gamora. Right. Holy crap, that was great. And it's annoying to try to tell the two of them apart because other than the claws no, on Cyber Gamora... Cyber Gamora's got a thing, has an X on his chest. But then they're not showing that as much as you would like. It's like this big. But I, okay, it's huge. I didn't notice that part. So also, that uh, Mecha Gamora has the light in his chest. He's got a thing over here, yeah, 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 yeah. like a cannon thing, like purpley looking. And also, he's a different color. Different color. I mean, that was basically it. It's different colors. Yeah, horns what? are different shaped. <sighs> All right. You're going to point out all the details, and I'm sitting there going, I didn't like it because I look the same. (laughs) (laughs) This, you don't pause. (laughs) Let me just see what they look like. Good Lord, man. Well, I pause the stuff that I think I write down. The stuff where they just look alike. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) One of them should have a hat. Something. Why isn't one of them spray-painted gold? I don't get it. That would be easy. I don't like it. I'm old. (laughs) That's right. No, sir. I don't like it. Now, in the middle of the battle, it was revealed to be a trap set by the Guar Army. Mold arrives on uh, Zio's headquarters and tries to awaken all the spark dolls. Right, and then... They put up a force field. Which I thought was... Snappy. It's very, very snappy. A, they had to know that an robot or some sort of thing was going to attack them to even think to put a shield up Yeah, in the first place. I, don't th- I don't think if you build a base after they destroyed the first science patrol base back in 66 and science like, patrol, every base is going to have a shield on it? You'd think. Or at least eventually uh, then they're tired of bases getting destroyed. Yeah, like, I guess. Hey, can uh, we take a force field? Yeah, we can make a force field. Why don't we then? That <laughs> well, no, see, now you're going <laughs> wrong because these are all different universes. Right. So they aren't quite sure that all of the other bases were destroyed. Yeah, I don't know if what universe X is in. I feel like X might be in... Might be. Go ahead. Might be in the original universe. Maybe. No, I doubt it. I don't know. At this point, I'm going with they're just all different universes because otherwise, none of what they're doing makes any sense. Yep, you are correct. <laughs> you are correct. I mean, I have to give a lot. I'm not giving that they're all in the same universe because then... No, definitely not all of them, but I think X might be, might in, the be in the same timeline as... The original. The original seven. I think the first five are the same universe. One, a couple of the laters. It's hard. It's you want to talk yeah, wibbly wobbly, tiny wimey yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, Lord. Doctor Who fans have it easy, and I mean that sincerely as a Doctor Who fan. Oh, compared to this, this is nuts. So the Ultraman arrive to fight. Um, oh, they also transform into Guar. Yes, the the woman fuses with uh, with mold mold and. She becomes part of his sword 
and so yes. is Judar part of his sword. Two different it, sides of yeah, his yeah, handle. Yeah. So they can... A little creepy. Oh, just a little <laughs> bit. Just to try to destroy the shield that they had put around Zeo headquarters. Right, right. Okay. Gotta get through it somehow. I guess. So they do manage to damage it, and then the Ultraman arrive. Um, and now you get not only a double transformation, but a triple, triple transformation, transformation. Yeah. Which is cool. All right. And now, then, that I can go with. Yeah. You show me all of them transforming at the same time instead of one at a time at a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of them at once, that I'm good with. And that's why that's why they jam three in there so kids are losing their minds. Yes, yes. And I'm right there with them. Yeah. Children <laughs> and adult men. So pretty much. Go figure. So uh, they start everybody starts using uh, electrical fight uh, right. electrical powers from uh Ella King, which uh What's her name? Dubs the Elechain Party. <laughs> and he's sitting there going, "Oh God, no!" Remember, that's her boyfriend. She wants to date him. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Please. <laughs> oh God, no. Yeah. So Ginga and Victory finally used the Ginga Victory formation uh, to uh, to uh, merge, and X uses his strongest form again. Uh, Ginga Victory uses all of Tiga, Dinah, and Gaia finishers. While Exceed vanquishes the Dark Thunder energy to prevent their revival, and finally joins along in the finishing attack. Yeah, yeah. And you and you just crammed so much information into one sentence. Into one sentence. The problem is the show crams just as much information to like three minutes. Exactly. And you're sitting there trying to keep up and trying to keep up and going, "Yep, nope." Yeah, nope. I'm like, "Oh, they can use those powers." Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Well, they can do that. Okay, sure. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, come on. Please, just for the love of Pete, give me something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got a... Uh, oh, there's a bear sighting. A bear sighting. Hey, Owen. What's up, buddy? I'm a... Uh, and then the Ultras decide that they are going to leave to go back to their original worlds. Right. I should button this. Drive them crazy. And oh yeah, <laughs> and that's basically the end of the show. Yeah, everybody, that depends what it came up first for me to button my button. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, again, I don't know how many ultras they're going to try to cram into this thing. I know there's one more coming. Oh good god! But it's a really neat turn of events. Okay. Uh, that got spoiled for me, but I'm not mad about it. I'm kind of like, all right, this is gonna be cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. it's it's very cool. I think you'll be happy. Okay. Yeah, um, and it's not any of the ones we've seen before. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Oh no. So we've had X, right? Zero, of course. Victory, Victory and Ginga. And Ginga. So there's one more. Oh. So that'll be five this series, unless they cram somebody else in that I'm not aware of. Good God. Yeah. All right. So, um... Go with it. Yeah, they... Ultraman X oh, and, uses his zero obviously armor. obviously the Tiga... The Tiga, Tiga shot that they had. The Ultraman Tiga shot. Yeah, but he wasn't there. They just used his power. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he they, wasn't oh, there. Okay. They, a lot of mentions. A lot of mentions. Like, because it even says here, um... Uh... Gaia, Dinah, and Tiga had cameos. Okay. Um, Ultra 7 was mentioned and only appeared... Briefly, and Ultraman Cosmos was mentioned and only appeared briefly. Okay. So. All right, I guess. So yeah, we had a lot of. Uh, a lot of mentions and a lot of aliens extra, too. Ultras. A lot of aliens too. Um, 
Trivia. This is the first time in the history of the Ultra series that more than one Ultraman used and shared the same rising sequence. Oh, this is the first time they did it. Really? Oh, that's cool. Okay, so yeah. then that's something that we now we know that happened. We mentioned it last time with the two. Now they're doing three because yeah. why not? But it's the first time it's done in any Ultra series, which yep. is actually something cool. Yeah. That's really neat. I like it. All right, so we've got some more... Um, some more uh, Guar Guar Spectre is just the weirdest looking monster. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And I, for a little space devil. That's his is that what he is? Yes, okay, see, that makes devil. more sense that he was born in space. He's a space. The Subaraiba calls him the combined giant demon emperor. <laughs> for those of you at home playing along, that was Rich making his I was making the metal sign. Metal my hand. sign in the devil. Ooh, his height is fifty-two meters to infinity. Okay. Okay. Forty-five thousand tons to infinity. To infinity, obviously. And beyond. <laughs> but um. Yeah, let's see here. Um, unidentified suit actor. His status is deceased. Um, well, they did just kill him in yes, this episode. And how. Yeah. Uh, now, obviously, they can bring him back if they so decide because they threw him into whatever dimension. Oh, okay, good enough. We'll have to play with that. Okay, so Guar's physiology, here's a trivia for you, seems to be fully organic despite his components being cyborgs and robots. In Ultraman X, his voice is the combination of the two actors of Mold and Gina Spector. Okay. Judah, on the other hand, can only be heard emitting a grunt when Mold asks for his cooperation. Said grunt was recycled from the Ultra Fight Victory from Judah Spector. Okay. Okay, good. Guar Spector's introduction was intended to bring out a stronger opponent that required Ultraman Ganga Victory and Exceed X to appear together. Because of only Gina and Judah having mask parts, their sculpts were molded into the bat caliber and continuing to use the mold specter suit rather than creating an entirely new suit. Whatever the bat caliber. I guess that's his sword. i got to guess that this, that's the sword. Because yeah. somehow I'm thinking bat caliber. Right away I go to the Batman and the bat charcoal yeah. and bat everything. But I'm like, no, no, no. That's got to be a sword yeah. where they have a face on each side yeah. and didn't even change the costume a little bit. Nope, that's okay. fine. That's fine. Then he transformed into that big, bulky, creepy monster. Um, we're going to go real quick to Alien Markhand, who was the space, uh, was the merchant, the arms merchant, previously appearing in Ultra Ultra 7X. Okay. Um, he is, do they give his stats? Not really. No, that he did his weight. Oh, yeah, he's 170 to 190 centimeters. That's about human height. Yeah, then he was. Um, yeah, because 100 centimeters is about a meter. He's about 100 kilograms. So he's pretty weighty. Yeah. No, that's, a, again, a little heavy for a human, but not... Well, he's not a human. But, I mean... He's a, a, he's a, a chitness, he's a chitness alien. I'm talking the person inside the suit oh, well, can be about that size. Sure. Without, get, without having a problem. Sure, 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 sure. Um, uh, voice actor was Holly Kaneko. Uh, his appearance in Ultraman X is interesting since the Makindo race first appeared in Ultra 7 X, another show with the X logo. Uh, man. What? Oh, at the end of episode 14 in X, Koichi Sakamoto, the guy who directed it, reveals that alien Knackle Bandero's customer in episode 5, who requested the stolen spark dolls, was this alien. 
Okay. I don't remember that part of it, but Yeah, that's the one with the the girl from the uh the girl from the uh the science team shoots the cotton candy gun at the end. Okay. At the alien knuckle. Okay. 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 So he can do a lot of stuff. He can fly, energy blast, eye beams. We didn't see any of that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay because that's, he was he wasn't they used needed him somewhere for that. else more than they used him in this because in this one he was there to sell spark dolls and as soon as he gave him and looked for his money he was dead. All right. Now quick, Mecha Gamora. Original first appearance, Ultraman Legend Gaiden. Ultraman Zero versus Darklops Zero in 2010. Um, and uh, let's see here. He is um, 20,000 tons, 44 meters tall. Category robot. Oh, we actually d- dealt with him before a little yeah. bit because we talked to, uh, talked about how he is a homage to Mechagodzilla. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it is Gamora's robot a bit more mechanical. And he also looks like Greymon in the Digimon franchise. Okay. So we we already got this guy, but I think he's a cool monster. No. I think we had two really good episodes this week. Not bad. I mean, like I said, I don't know how many ultras they're going to try to squeeze into this thing. Right. Maybe if they don't squeeze as many in, I'll be okay. <laughs> you want to throw a couple in for the big bad guy, but yeah. you would think the show would put the big bad at the end. This seems to be in the middle. Yeah, of they the did that with the, with um, with um, Gene. Gee, too. They put a big bad in the middle, remember? Okay. And then, and yeah, because, and then, like, and then Belial came back. And then back. they introduced Belial. Belial came back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so they, maybe that's the, the mini boss. The mini boss. And then the big boss. Yes, the big boss. Yeah. Now, also, just for those playing along, we're not going to do a review of 14 and a half. Yeah, the clip show. the clip episode. Watched it. It's fine. If you'd like to watch it, please do. If you haven't caught up on everything, this will catch up on everything. There you go. And it will, again, lovingly display all of the toys yeah. so you can keep up. But then we're going to go right to episode 15 and 16, which That's I'm right. sure Rich has the title as well. I do not, actually. Okay, then we're not going to worry about it. That's we'll right. explain it again next week. Yeah, have the kids gone back and watched any of X from the beginning or no? No. No. And I, they're more interested, obviously, in playing the video games. And then they know when Daddy wants to watch Science Patrol that they basically have to put it down for an hour. Right. Yeah, fair enough. You know, so if I were to, when we get to the next show, whatever it is, yeah, it's half hour, the then they're going to watch it from the beginning. Of course, yeah. Because they won't have the, you know, they'll want to watch it. They just want to watch the new stuff from right. the beginning. Understandable. They watch the repeat stuff. Like, Ooh, whatever, you guys. All right. Well, guys, that's it for another episode of the Science Patrol. Uh, catch us where you usually catch us, and we'll see you all in a week. Take care, everyone. Happy 50. Oh, God. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast, and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.